Amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. Amen. Psalms 103, 1 through 5, 11 and 12, and 19 through 22. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he, has do he does for me. Is anybody, has he done anything for anybody? He forgives all my sins and he heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death. He crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. Anybody got good things? My youth is renewed like the eagles for his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Somebody say praise the Lord. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yes, praise the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Can we lift up a shout this morning?
say really quick that, that sometimes it's easy to come in here on Sunday and just catch a vibe, you know. But what I heard Pastor uh, Jason Watson say this week was, he said, God brings us to the place. He brings us to a place because if he takes us up somewhere, it's to show us something. And after he shows you something, he brings you back down and expects you to do the thing that he showed you. Yes, yes, he does. And so instead of thinking that life is just all highs and just all what we can get out of something, we just need to realize that God can call us up to something because it's because he's called us to something. So when we, when we sing this song, You Call My Name, it's not just to run out of the grave. It's not just to bring us out of sin into the glorious light. It's to do the Great Commission. It's to do the work, okay? And I'm, and I'm working on that myself, and I know everybody in here is, so let's just worship like we mean it.
greatest day in history. Death is beat and you have rescued me. Sing it out, Jesus is alive. Come on, who can testify? You know he's alive. The empty cross, the empty grave. Life eternal, you have won that day. Shout it out, Jesus is alive. power in your name and oh 
suffered severe burns and she's in the burn center and um, may take months we believe in the Lord to shorten that time her mother Laura is ha, has upcoming uh, shoulder surgery Dolores Holcomb family is bereaved at the death of her grandchild Bill Thomas family bereaved this is Terry Lemon's cousin 
And then we want to pray for full recovery for Pastor, for Pastor Faye, for Libby McNamara, Patricia Oxendine and her husband, Kevin Locklear, Devin Pinkley, Addison Dial, Tommy Williams, Lee Oxendine, Sheila Minshew, and Georgia Cox. Now, we don't need to call those names again. I just called them. Jean's just going to lift us up to the Father, and I want you to join her in prayer. And let's pray the prayer of faith. Buck, can we, uh, can we do what I had told you earlier? Can we get camera three? Y'all see that camera over there? That little black box, there's a camera up there. I want everybody to look at it. I just checked just a moment ago, and uh, some of the folks that are up there with Danica said she's on a vent still, I believe, but her lips were moving because they're playing the service in her room. So I want y'all to look at that camera and just give a shout out to Laura, Will, Danica, and everybody up there. We love y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Let me just say real quick what the Lord has done for me and what the cross has done for me. He healed me of cancer many years ago. He healed my son of cerebral palsy. He was going to the clinic three times a week. They had already ordered a short leg brace for him. My son's preaching the word of God and walking as good as I am. That's what Calvary can do. My son was in Duke for 30 days. They didn't even expect him to live. My son, Charles. I've seen too many miracles to pull back now and know that my God can heal. And my God can heal you, darling. You just begin to reach out to him and call on his name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. And we know what the cross has done for each one of us. And God, for those that are standing in his place who need your touch, Father, we ask that the miracles, God, will begin to reign over this place. That your spirit of God will just hover, God. For children, God, don't know you like we know you, Lord. God, call on them today. Fill them up today. Those that are on drugs today, pull them out of that sin, Lord. Let them know that you can give them a better taste, God, than those drugs can. Father God, we thank you that you're our God. And God, we look to the cross today for every need, Lord, in this place. Because you're our salvation. You're our healer. You're our deliverer today. And we give you honor. We give you thanks, Father God. Father, there's nothing that's impossible with you. And we stand today knowing that you're our healer. You're our deliverer. You're our soon coming king. And we give you honor. We give you praise. And we say, do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Oh, that your name may be glorified in this place and all over the earth today, Lord. We honor you and give you praise. We give you thanks. And we bless your name and call you wonderful because you're our God and our soon coming King.
your will. Have your way. Do your will. Have your way in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We give you all the glory for it, Father. We give you all the praise. Have you put that ignited my faith this morning? Pastor, uh, Mrs. Jean was sharing about the miracles in her house. I need a miracle in my house. Do you need a miracle in your house? That ignited my faith. So by faith right now, let's offer up a praise to God for that miracle right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We believe that we share something the spirit of the Lord was speaking to me all during this time of this worship and praise session back when, when James Earl was leading us in that song I came running out of that grave the spirit of the Lord quickened my heart I'm not running away from something I'm not running scared. I'm not running from the grave. I'm not running from hell. I'm not running from sin. I'm not running from sickness. I'm not running from a problem. I'm running to something. And not, not only am I not, I'm running to something, I'm running to the voice of the one that in my darkness, in my despair, when I was like Lazarus, wrapped up in circumstances in grave clothes, no hope. But Lazarus being in that grave for a couple of days, he heard a voice calling, Lazarus, come forth. And he's wrapped up in those grave clothes in a mummified fashion, but somehow, 
somehow he heard that voice and he got up and he started wiggling his way toward the door, the doorway of that tomb. And I'm here to tell you right now today, folks, I feel the spirit of the Lord is just wanting to quicken faith and hope and life in some of us. And he's saying, run, run. Sometimes we're trying to play. We're trying to play the 20th century Americanized church version of Christianity where we want to we want to stand here and we want to be coy and we want to be poised and we want to be cute, but we want something and we need something big and supernatural birthed in our behalf. But God is saying, run. You can't be cute and run. You can't be coy and run. You can't birth a miracle if you're not willing to run. Not run from the problem. Run to the one who is calling your name. Run to the one who has got your miracle. Run. Run out of your grave. Run. I'm not running from the doctor's report. I'm running to the one who is bigger than that negative report. I'm running to the one that's bigger than cancer. I'm running to the one that is bigger than leukemia. I'm running to the one that is bigger than heart failure. Can I get a witness in this room today? some people in this room financially we're at different levels for some folks $50 might as well be $500 $500 might as well be $5,000 $5,000 might as well be $50,000 run run don't run to the bank don't run to your credit card run run to the voice of the one who is saying I will meet all of your needs According to my riches in glory. Run! And still again, those of you online saw I put this online just a, just a little bit ago when we were worshiping. And I got up here on my knees. I was praying, God, God Almighty, convict us of sin. I know a lot of churches don't like to talk about that anymore because now we don't want, we don't, we don't, there is no sin. Grace, 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 do whatever you want to. But I'm going to tell you right now, Jesus died on a cross to forgive you of your sins. He bore in himself the burden of sin. And if you have not surrendered your sin to him, it's still your sin. I know that's not popular. Hold on, but we don't stop there because some, some folk got too sin crazy and sin conscious because I continued to pray and I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, not only are we praying today, not only are you to pray, God, make us, make us conscious of our sin, convict us of our sin, but convict us greater still of your love and your grace 
that covers sin because where sin does abound, grace does much more abound. And I'm not talking out of two sides of my mouth because look, if you don't surrender your sin, if you don't repent of your sin and turn around and go the opposite way, it's still yours. But you know what? When you say to Jesus, Lord, forgive me of my sin, all of these songs, all of these songs we sang about that precious blood and the power of the blood and give Giving glory to his name. I'm going to tell you right now, when we surrender, when we surrender and say, Lord, forgive me. Make me. Make me. Don't help me. Make me white as snow because I cannot fix me. I need somebody to fix me. And I surrender to your Lordship. Come, Holy Spirit. I dare anybody right now just lift your hands right now and say, Come, Holy Spirit. If you need faith for a miracle today, I remind you of a man that had a little boy possessed by demons, and he looked Jesus in the in, in the eye, and with every ounce, every ounce of sincerity, he said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I wonder if I got anybody in this room right now that is willing to get transparent before you and God and say that right now, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Do in me what you want to do, God. I am yours. I surrender. And when I surrender, I'm going to run. But I'm not running in retreat. I'm running to the one that loved me and gave himself for me and died for me. And three days later, rose again for me. Somebody put your hands together and give Jesus some love in this room. for that grace this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It is so good to see everybody here. Good morning, Faith family. We're glad to see you in the house today. Let's give our online congregation a big hand as well. Thank them for joining us today. Yeah. If you are with us for the first time this morning, in your bulletin, there's a form that says first time here. It's perforated. You just tear it off. If you will fill that out and take it to the Welcome Center when you go out today to the right, we have a gift bag for you. We will have some of our care ministries there, and they will be there to pray for you if you need prayer, ask, um, answer any questions you have. So please make sure, first-time attenders, that you take that to the Welcome Center today at the end of service. A few announcements. We will not have Children's Church today, so um, we're not forgetting it. We're not having it today. Um, also, we have um, a video coming up for our Spring Friends and Family Day. So can y'all play that for us, please?
church. Have your family and friends and bring them to church. Family and friends and bring them to church. There will be food. There will be games. There will be a scavenger So it's going to be so much fun, y'all. It's going to be on, I didn't sound as cute as Sailor, but it is going to be fun. On Sunday, next Sunday, April 23rd, we will be having our Spring Family and Friends Day. As you saw in the video, we're so excited about it. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to keep saying that. But if you'll look on the back of the first time here attenders, there's a little flyer on there. So if you're not a first time attender, you can tear that off too. And you can give it to somebody and invite them. But um, we're so excited. There's all kinds of information in your bulletins to make sure that you read it. But there's three things that we want you to do next Sunday, okay? Come casual. Bring your own chairs, your own tailgate stuff, just like we did for tailgate Sunday last year. Bring your stuff. We will have chairs set up for our senior saints and for any first-time guests that stay with us, but we want you to bring your own chairs. If you want to bring tents, if you want to bring tables, you can do that. But bring your own stuff, okay? And invite somebody to come with you. It's going to be a great day now. The scavenger hunt is going to be like the pinnacle of the day. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be family teams, all right? So if your family team wants to wear the same T-shirts, if y'all want to do it all up, whatever you want to do, you can do that, okay? Um, if, you're, if you're a single and you're not in family, we'll put you in one for that day, okay? But it's going to be so much fun. We're going to be telling the resurrection, the crucifixion, and the resurrection story through the scavenger hunt. And then so families will be doing it together. There will be little projects. There's going to be clues. It's going to be so much fun. I keep saying that. We're going to have a good time. So we're going to have a great time. At the end of that, we have a special thing that we're going to do with everybody. So senior saints, if you do not want to do the scavenger hunt, Sister Belize is going to have bingo in the fellowship hall for you with prizes. I know y'all love that. And if some of you want to do that too, you can. But um, it's going to be a great day, so we invite you to get excited about it. Pull out that little flyer. Tell people about it. We're excited, so make sure that you join us with that. Tonight, we will have prayer at 6 o'clock. We want you to come. God is meeting us here every time we come. He says where two or three are gathered in his name, he would be there in the midst, and he's always there. So y'all come and join us for that. Also, our men's conference. Men, are you excited? Yes. It's coming up April 28th and 29th. Now, so much good things going on, so many good things. We also have Vacation Bible School coming up this summer. So I'm going to ask Molly Weaver and Amber Flowers, if y'all will come up, they're going to share with y'all some information about that. So y'all give them a hand while they come.
Good morning. So, who loves Vacation Bible School? It's so much fun. Okay, June 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. It's going to be four nights. It's not during the day, so those of you that work, you have no excuses. You can still come, um, but we need your help. We're going to need lots of volunteers this year. Last year, um, Merge 2040 kind of headed it up, but this year, it's not a Merge 2040. It's a Northview thing, so we need all of you to come and help. Um, the, it's going to be from 5.30 until 8, so from 5.30 to 6, there's going to be food prepared by, by little John back there. Woo woo. Um, there's going to be food, so you can come and eat dinner. You don't have to worry about running and spending money and hurrying. You can come eat. If you sign up to volunteer, you, just need, you can come eat dinner from 5 to 5.30 before the people start coming in. Um, and then the program will be from 6 to 8. It's going to be ran in stations this year, so... There's going to be lots of stuff to do. Um, it's going to be, the theme is Big and Bold, and it's teaching um, children to live with big faith as they uh, encounter Jesus and they learn more about Jesus. So it's going to be a circusy type theme. Um, there's going to be lots of fun stuff. There's going to be games. There's going to be crafts. There's going to be um, devotions. So we need your help. We need you to sign up. We need you to come participate. We need you to be a smiling face at the door. Um, if you don't want to participate physically, you can give so that we can have more decorations and more fun stuff and prizes to give the kids. But we want it to be something super fun for them to do. Um, the, three, the first three nights are going to be the regular VBS style, but on that Thursday night, it's going to be like a huge carnival night. So there's there's going to be games, there's going to be um, live animals from Liz and Billy. Um, there's going to be a hayride, there's going to be just lots of fun, fun stuff, and you can bring your family. Um, if you can't come all four nights, you can come one night, you can come two nights. But we want you to come, we want you to be a part, we want you to jump in and get involved and help. Um, Molly's going to talk to you about how you can help. Y'all make me nervous. There's that. There's that disclaimer. Um, so we are going to put sign-up sheets out at the welcome desk. Um, I'm going to go run them as soon as this announcement is over. Um, like Amber said, we need tons of help. So we have gotten our like team leaders, but there are plenty of places to volunteer. So you'll see on the sign-up sheet... Um, what you would sign up for, so crafts, games, food. Um, we're going to run it pre-K, K-1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So we're going to need, um, oh, in middle high school, we're opening up to middle high school this year. So um, youth leaders were pretty pumped. Um, so, so we're going to ask that you just sign up. If you want to help all three nights, great. Just put your name, there's the date and like a number one. So just sign up all three nights. If you want to help different areas, sign up to help different areas. If you can only help one night, We'll take all the help we can get. Um, there is one spot on this sign-up sheet. We don't have a leader for the two, three, like second, third grade group. Um, that person will need to commit all three nights if you're going to do that. So if you want to do that, there is a spot on here to be the like second, third grade, walk them around to their different stations. And then there's going to be um, another sign-up sheet that's for the carnival night. So we would like your help in um, preparing carnival games. So it'll be kind of like trunk or treat, but you will do like ring toss or cornhole or any kind of carnival game that you want to. So you would just have it out in the parking lot so the kids can come and kind of rotate through. You can do prizes, kind of leave it open-ended, whatever you want to do. So we're going to put these out at the welcome desk. If you have any questions, just come find us. We'll be around. 
middle, high school kids, I know y'all are not like little kids. It's not going to, y'all don't have to go from station to station and do a craft and all that. You're, the youth leaders are going to be planning something different for the two hours that the rest of the VBS is going around. So you're going to be still getting to play games, but games that y'all would want to play. So uh, middle and high school, you can still come, and it's going to be fun for your age. So thank y'all. Thank you, ladies. So y'all make sure that y'all sign up for that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Also, we have another Financial Peace University session coming up. So if you didn't get to join in the last time, we have another one. There's a sign-up sheet in the foyer at the Welcome Center. The next one will start on May 2nd, okay? So it'll be Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock. So we had amazing success with that first one. So many people, like, got a revelation of the money working for them instead of them being in bondage to their money and becoming debt-free. So if y'all want to be a part of that, the church covers it, come be a part of it, okay? It'll be a great time. So if you want to do that at the Welcome Center. And if you have any questions, Luke McKenzie is heading that up, okay? Also, I want to put in a plug for Summer Meals. That's coming up soon. If you're interested in helping out anyway, you can see Sharon. I'm sure she'll be giving you more information as we get closer. But things are moving, y'all. This, this is April. This is the middle of April. Things are going fast, aren't they? And I'm so thankful for a church family that provides something for every member of the family. What about you? It's good. Amen. So it's time to give. Yes. Who's excited to give this morning? Yes. We're thankful that we get to give because God gave us the greatest gift of all. Amen. So if you need a tithing envelope, our ushers are coming forward now. You just raise your hand. They will give you one. If you'll notice the screens, if you'd like to give online, push pay. We have many ways that you can give. We make it easy for you. We know a lot of you choose to give that way because it's very convenient. And we thank you for that. We thank you for however you choose to give into the Lord's house. We thank you for doing that. Because you make it possible for us to do all these things that God's doing through Northview. Amen? So if you um, need a tithing envelope, the guys are coming forward. Anybody else? Okay, gentlemen, I think that's all. Y'all can come forward now. So we're going to prepare ourselves to give if you're giving in-house today. We want to thank you so much for your generous giving last week for the Easter offering. We thank God for what he's doing. Amen. Let's give yes. We're excited about what God's doing. We're excited about words that have been spoken over Northview for 50-some years now. We're thankful that those words are coming forth. Amen. We're thankful for the season that we're in. We're just thankful for what God's doing. So we're going to ask you to stand. And if you're giving in-house today, you may come forward and give.
All right. Gentlemen, would y'all bring it in? And Mr. Nay, would you pull up my, my slide, please, ma'am? My presentation. Look at somebody and say, welcome to Northview Harvest Ministries. Tell somebody, say, we are a church on fire. A holy fire. God's fire. Hallelujah. Let's make a confession. Are we ready? As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interests and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my needs. Give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. In the name of Jesus and on the authority of God's holy word. Let's pray over the offering today. Father, we return to you your tithe and we give to you our offerings. And we look to you and we say, thank you, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. Thank you. You anoint our heads with oil and our cups run over. You are always more than enough. Meet every need today, we pray. Thank you for giving us the inspiration the revelation, knowledge, and understanding to give and the wisdom to pursue debt-free living. In the name of Jesus, we pray and everybody said, amen. High five to two people and tell them you're glad to be at Northview Harvest Ministries today and you can be seated. And good morning, everybody. These confessions that we do, I wanted to share some testimony, a testimony with you. Uh, I received, and to the person that sent me this, I made it completely anonymous, and I meant to ask them, could I share this? But because this is completely anonymous, I don't think they will mind. But uh, how many of y'all know Miss Kim mentioned that we have another Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey's ministry coming up and we just finished one a few weeks ago. So after we finished that, I've received numerous testimonies and reports from people that are snowballing their way toward being out of debt. So I got a text the other day, and I just wanted to share this with you. 
Pastor Tim, my wife and I wanted to share with you that the prayer and declaration we have been saying over our finances, like what we've just done here as well, is working. See, folks, Job 22, 28 says, Decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Proverbs 18, 21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 5, I believe it is, says that a man, 13, verse 2, excuse me, says a man shall eat good by the fruit of his lips. Your tongue, Bishop Tony Miller once said it this way, your words will frame your world. If you walk around talking negative and pessimistic all the time, talking death, talking with an ornery, ornery attitude and are you going to do is be a curmudgeon and all that stuff? You're just going to be blah, 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 blah. If you're going to be like Eeyore, Eeyore, how you doing today? Well, you can fix that. If you don't fix it, people are going to fix it for you because they don't want to hear all that. I ain't getting no help up in this house today, but that's all right. See, if you were determined, I will speak life, I will speak faith. And if you find yourself some promises in the word of God and you start speaking those over your situations and your circumstances, you will find that God is working on the scenes in your behalf. Case in point, this right here. All right? So the prayer and declaration we've been saying over our finances is working. See, the proof is in the pudding. You may say, I don't believe in all that, and I'm not talking some crazy name it, claim it, blab it, and grab it. I'm talking faith, folks. I'm talking declaring the word of the Lord. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. God says to Joshua, if you speak these things to yourself, you will make your way prosper. Is this in there? Read it for yourself. Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Read it. It's in there. It was in there this morning. It was in there yesterday morning. When you wake up tomorrow morning, it's still going to be in there because God said it, and he's given us a principle to live by. Let me move on, okay? Look at your neighbor. Say, the proof is in the pudding. Say, even if I don't believe what he's saying, I can't deny the proof. Ain't nobody helping me up in here. That's all right. I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm good. We are so thankful to the Lord. Listen to what he said that I received a large bonus and a raise. Wait a minute. Oh, raises and bonuses. Never mind, y'all don't mind me. I'm just in a bit. I'm just letting you know it's up here, okay? Well, maybe that's just a coincidence. Maybe it's not. Look what he says. I received a large bonus and raise we have now, y'all got that? Are you with me? We have now been able to pay off $12,627 in debt since we ended the FPU class. Pastor Michael, when did y'all end that class? A few weeks ago? Four weeks? Somewhere around there, three or four? Okay, y'all ain't hearing what he said. Where you? They paid off $12,000 in three or four weeks of debt. Yeah. 
you know what most folk would have done in American society? They'd have got those raises and bonuses, and they'd have went to Dick's Sporting Goods and walked out with a new sale of Cataway Golf Clubs, five new fishing rods, three new pistols, and I ain't getting no help up in here. Y'all ladies would have had to go and rent a U-Haul to get all those new shoes to your house and build a new room to have somewhere to put them. Y'all bet, mm-hmm. But see, in the Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University class, these people are having a new paradigm. God will bless you with stuff, but be careful what you do with it because it's going to affect your future. So they paid off $12,627 in debt since the end of the FPU class and paid over $3,000 in the nine weeks of taking the class. So in about 17 weeks, I guess you could uh, say that, uh, 12, 14, 15 weeks, they have paid off $15,627. Somebody ought to give the Lord a praise up in here. The Lord is good. We are excited to be on our way to a debt-free life and able to give abundantly. God is good all the time. We want to thank you and the other church leaders for offering the finance class. It was a blessing for us. I cannot even explain how good it feels for us to be in agreement when it comes to money. You know why I said that? Because 95%, look it up, Google it. What is the major cause of stress in marriages? What is the, what is the major Attributed attribute of divorce, the major cause given for divorce when families are leaving out of family court. Why did you guys divorce? 95% say because of financial stress. We're trying to fix that. Excuse me, let me rewind that. We're not trying to. We are fixing that. Somebody give the Lord a praise. So Pastor Tim, why did you just waste 10 minutes of my life that I'll never get back? I didn't waste it, I invested it. Because I need you to know when this next series of classes comes up, this can impact you for the rest of your life. You can go to a place in your financial life with God's grace, with the wisdom that he will give you. And this stuff is just basic. Basic. When you start, if you go through the class, you'll be like, that's so simple. Why didn't I think of that? Come on, somebody. First Sergeant Danny White, help a brother out here, sir. Give the Lord a praise in the house today. All right, very briefly, I'm just going to address some things with you because uh, I'm just going to edify you on some things. I want to talk to you about hashtag building. Uh, nope, we're not building over there yet. I'm talking about what God is building in flesh and blood because today we're going to be receiving new members and then immediately after that, we're going to take just a moment to uh, shift gears and change some clothing, and we're going to have a baptismal service right over here. But I want to tell you something. God is building something. Would you look at two people tell them God is building something? 
right here. It's not an edifice. It is bigger than an edifice. It's greater than an edifice. But God is building something. So uh, if you want to put on social media, if you want to check in here to Northview Harvest Ministries on uh, Facebook or whatever thing you're on, just go ahead and put the location, but be sure to put that hashtag building, please. And I want to tell you, talk to you for just a few moments. This is what God is building. Let me talk to you about this just a minute. What is God building? First of all, he's not building the reputation of men. And what he's doing, he's not building it for your sake or for your glory. It's for his glory. Come on, somebody. And we are receiving the overflow because he has brought us into his family, which we will look at. Can I talk to y'all for just a minute today? So if you'll help me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzz right on through this. But let me tell you, God is a builder. It is not a coincidence that when Jesus came through the virgin womb, he chose who his father would be, would be a carpenter because God himself is a builder. Can I get a witness today? God is a strategist and he is a tactician. He is a designer. He is an engineer. He is a creator. Somebody shout, he is a creator. And can I tell you something? He's a creator and he only creates originals. He doesn't make copycats and he does not make cookie cutter solutions. Come on, somebody. See, he made you. You are an original. There's not another you on the face of the earth. You are spectacular. Psalms 139, he said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. In the original Hebrew, it means that God took his time to make everything about you dynamic and specific. Your DNA code, your double helix. Come on, somebody. It's you. It's all you. There'll never be another one. And God loved what he saw. But still, he's still building. Look at somebody say, he's still building. And see, here's the deal about God. When he builds something, it's custom built. Oh, come on now. See, I've had some friends that were, that are, that were contractors. They they build things, and uh, I'm talking, I had some friends down in Charleston. They, they had, I think in South Carolina, you got like four degrees of contractor license, and uh, one of my buddies, Tom, had the highest degree, which means he could make something up to millions, he could build it up to millions and millions of dollars. And he was telling me one time that he used to do custom houses for these very wealthy people, like out on beaches and stuff like that, you know, beachfront property, that already just the dirt just the dirt, not the house, just the dirt cost over a million dollars. I ain't getting no help up in here. So Tom would go in there, these, these, these highfalutin folk would go in there and they would find the design of the house that they wanted that was there, that's what they wanted. And they would go over it with Tom and Tom would start building and have his crews out there. And every time he'd go out there and every time that, say, the wife would come up, Tom would be, oh my goodness, because you know what she wanted, right? Say it, say it, Jeannie. You just said it. She wanted to change something. She found something somewhere else. She like, I ain't getting no help. Let me talk to these people over here. She'd been flipping through the, the Home Life magazine and found a new uh, countertop or she found a new stove or she found a new lighting fixture and she would go to Tom and say, Tom, can we do this? Tom, can we do that? See, the only problem is Tom said, we can do it, yeah, but it's gonna cost you more. And rich folk didn't get rich by being generous. I ain't getting help, man. 
Well, a lot of them didn't. Okay, they like they like to be frugal with the money, so they wanted to get the, they wanted to get all the updates and the upgrades, but didn't want to pay Tom to do it. That's why Tom didn't want to see him coming sometime, all right? But let me tell you about God. See, as God's working the plan, as God's working the process, he already knows what he wants you to be in the end. But somewhere in the process, just because he loves you, he'll start putting a little something extra in. Come on, somebody. He'll start putting a little something here, a little greater gift there, a little more grace here, and a little greater strength there because God's building you. He's building me. He's building us. God is building a people, y'all. A people can meet in a building and sometimes when God builds enough people, there has to be a bigger building or there has to be a new building. But right now, I want to tell you, God is building people. Look at somebody say, God wants to build you. For example, this is what God's building. Just let me walk you through a few scriptures here. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19, and I think we're going to go, well, this is the yeah, through 22 here. Then we're going to bounce over to the next chapter and read about four verses. But look what he says. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members, members. This is new members Sunday, right? And look what Paul says. He says you are now members of the household of God having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Somebody shout, Jesus is my foundation. Somebody shout it one more time. You want me to tell you something, folk? Here's the deal. Any contractors in here? Any contractors in here? Mr. Anthony, step back. There you are, Mr. Anthony. Mr. Anthony, how, would you agree today, sir, that if you're going to have a, a, a house and when you start building, you have to be crucial that foundation is done right. Because if that foundation is not done right, you can do everything else par excellence from the foundation up. But once that foundation starts settling or once that foundation starts shifting, everything else you've done in there is going to be at stake. Well, let me tell you something, folks. I want you to look at what God the Father says right here. We are in the household of God. We have been built, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That's the word. But here we see, folks, Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone of the foundation. Can I tell you right now, if your soul, if the anchor of your soul is in Jesus Christ, let the storms come. Bring it on. Y'all think I'm sounding cocky? No, I'm sounding confident. You know why? Let it come. Let it happen. I may not like it, and I may not always want it, but I know what? When the dust settles and the smoke clears, my foundation is going to be sure. Come on, somebody, because Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. I wish somebody would give him praise if he's the foundation of your life today. He is the chief cornerstone, verse 21, in whom the whole building, somebody say the whole building, not the front porch, not the kitchen, not the closet, not the bathroom. I ain't getting no help in here today, but let me talk to myself then, Tim, not the pantry, not the bedroom, not the bathroom, not one room is more important than any other room, but the whole building. 
Not one person is more important than another person, but the whole building, everybody is being fitted together and growing into a holy temple in the Lord. We got some folk that are going to come up here in just a few minutes because they feel God has called them to be a part of this ministry and they're ready to become members and let God fit them in where he wants them fit. And then I love, he says, it's a holy temple to the Lord, but look at verse 22. In whom you also, not going to be, are being built together. Look at two people say, I'm in process. Come on, I'm not perfect. You may not like, come on, I may have some rough edges, y'all. There may be some things about me. You say, I wish Pastor Tim would work on this. I wish he'd work on that. But let me tell you something. I'm still in process. Come on, somebody. Because you see right here, he says that we are. In the Greek text of which Paul wrote this, this is a present participle, which means it is currently going on. He's still working on me. Come on now. Come, I wish I, I might just have to bust loose singing that old little kid song from VBS and, and Sunday school and children's church. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. It took him just a week to do all that, but he's still working on me. I'm being made. I'm being built. We are being built together. Hold up now. So look here, look here. If God's still working on me and I want you to be patient with me, I want you to give me a little grace sometimes when I need grace because I'm still being worked on, then guess what? Then when I look at Ronald and Ronald's aggravating me and I'm like, Ronald needs to let God deal with him on that. And you know what? If I want grace, I got to be willing to give grace. I ain't getting no help up in here. See, if we're going to be built up, then what I want, I got to be willing to give. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. We're being built up for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Again, it's all about him. And very quickly, just let me read through these verses. In the next chapter, for this reason, I bow on my knees to the, look what he says, who are we talking about here? To the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at somebody, look at somebody and ask him, is he your father today? Because I'm going to tell you right now, he's the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you know what? On July the 8th, 1984, I submitted my life to Jesus and I said, Lord, forgive me of my sins and my transgressions. And you know what? According to the scripture and the experience and the encounter that happened in my life, Jesus came into my heart. He washed away my sins, everything we've talked about today. He called me out of my tomb of sin and death and Jesus gave me life and he is the Lord of of my life, but not only that, Gary Hare, God in heaven became my father as well. I'm in the family. I'm not on the outside looking in, I'm in the family. I wonder if I got any folk in here, you are in the family. Come on, you are in the big house. You're not standing out on the porch. You're not looking through the window wishing I could get in. God invited you in for this reason. Bow, on my, bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you 
according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, look at here, look at here, being rooted and grounded in love. You know what he's talking about here? He's going back and he's saying, he's rooted and grounded, you gotta be built up on the foundation of Jesus. Look at somebody say, you got to be built up. Oh, I ain't getting no help right now, but I'm going to go. Can I take just a minute to go? There's 1208 for those of y'all on medication. So let me talk to y'all that are not. Let me just go ahead and say this. Let me go ahead and say this. There's a lot of folk today that's not rooted and grounded. In fact, they're quite the opposite. They're more like fruits, flakes, and nuts. Granola bar Christians. I don't want to be granola bar. I want to be, I want to be rooted and grounded. I want the grace of God to be real in my life. And, and I want to see people. I want to see people who have had so much chaos and problems and circumstances going on and craziness in their life that I know God is the only person who can fix that. I want to see God be God in their life. Is that okay? Thank you, Lord God. Somebody just say, thank you, Lord God. For this reason, I bow my knees to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened in the might of his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that your love, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints. All the saints. There are no big I's and little U's in the kingdom, folks. There are no big chiefs and little Indians in the kingdom. With all the saints. Look what he says. What is the width, the length, the depth, and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Look, wait a minute. That's kind of crazy. I want you to know something that is unknowable. That's what he's saying. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. You can't know the love of Christ, but I want you to know it. In other words, I want God to open your eyes and I want God to open your heart and I want you to see things in God that you never would have dreamed of before that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The greater our understanding of God's love, the greater the measure to which we are filled with the fullness of God, which is anointing, wisdom, knowledge, revelation, grace, perseverance, power, and anything else that comes from God's presence. What is God building? Here it is. This is what God's building. He's building a family. Can I get a witness to that today? He's building a people of love. Can I get a witness to that today? He's building a people of hope. He's building a people of witness. He's building a people of holiness. He's building a people of wisdom. He's building a people of anointing and power, and he's building a people of grace a people of revelation, a people of God. 
Mr. Jim, wherever y'all are, if y'all go ahead and bring my, uh, we're going to bring three or four chairs up front here. Uh, so Mr. Allen, Mr. Jim, wherever y'all at, listening to me. Here we go. Already on it. Look at the muscles bristling, rippling. Don't don't tear that jacket. Renee, I'll get it fixed for him. Now, for those that are going to join the church today, you new members, I'm going to ask you if you would start making your way up front. And for those of you that need a chair, we're only going to be up here for a few minutes, but I know some of you, you're going to need a chair. So we want you to have this space to be able to sit down for just a minute. So if y'all would start making your way up this way, up front. Y'all show them some love while they're coming, would you? Pastor Michael is going to give y'all uh, a handout, which is a covenant of commitment. It's a very simple statement that I will read out to you in just a moment. Hey, Miss Kathy, how you doing, girl? Good, good, good. Y'all want to bring Miss Margaret down to a seat? For her, we're going to call it a throne. Y'all don't let Miss Margaret's age fool you. That woman right there is a pistol. I'm going to tell you right now. Am I telling the truth, Scott? It's his favorite mother-in-law in the whole wide world, he says. I don't know about y'all, this is a good-looking bunch of people up here, right? This covenant of commitment that you guys have been given, I'm having you face the congregation because you're joining this church body, which is a whole lot bigger than a Tim Hodge. This is a corporate thing. The anointing that's on this house is bigger than a, than a Hodge, it's bigger than a Blee's. This is a corporate, it's a whole body thing. And we're excited about that. So very briefly, the covenant of commitment that I'm going to read out, and then Pastor Michael's going to come down with a microphone, and you're going to state your name. Hannah, your name is Hannah, okay? Gabe, your name is Gabe, all right? I want you to state your whole name, and I want you to just, I want you to make a confession. Do you agree to adhere to this covenant of commitment? And it's just this, will you, to the best of your ability, commit to this corporate body of believers and help fulfill God's vision for this faith family with prayer, your time, your abilities, your finances, living a life holy before the Lord God Almighty and being obedient to all things he places in your heart to do. So Pastor Michael, let him affirm. My name is Little John Clutchett, and yes. Elizabeth Santilli, yes. Lily Santilli, yes. 
Gabe Morgan, yes. Kyle Walker, yes. Walter Rat, yes. Starnes, and yes. Amber Starnes, yes. Sidney Smith, yes. Amanda Clark, yes. Nelson Clark, yes. Shelly Murphy, yes. Shirley Murphy, yes. Rebecca Murphy, yes. Ashley Oxenine, yes. Lee Oxenine, yes. Congregation, they have affirmed they said yes. If you accept them, I want you to stand up to your feet and show them your love and acceptance at this point. Now, we are going to pray over them. So, Pastor Michael is going to start on that end. Our brother Charles, who is an elder and a board member, board of directors member, he's going to start on this end. So, they're just going to come down. They're going to anoint you. Elders and deacons and other ministers in the congregation, if you would, we would like for you to make your way up, and we want to pray over them. So we're going to do that corporately, so you guys go ahead and start anointing them right now. And we're going to pray today. Uh, Pastor Michael is going to lead us in this prayer, but when we pray, I am believing God that he's going to rip open heaven and pour out a whole new dimension and a new season on their life. Amen. So y'all can come on in and make your way through. And Pastor Michael, whenever you're ready, lead us in prayer. Father God, today we are grateful, God. We are grateful for your love. We are grateful for your mercy. God, we are thankful for your grace that has been extended to each and every individual. Today, God, they have acknowledged and they are affirming their faith in you, God, and they are affirming their covenant to Northview Harvest Ministries. God, we are grateful for what you are building here in this church. God, we are grateful for, as Pastor Tim has, has, has brought the confession forth, God, the increase that has been brought to this house. And God, as Pastor Tim has been the leader in bringing that for, uh, vision to, to fruition, God, God, we ask, God, as it comes down from the top, it's going to flow down to everyone else. God, we declare new beginnings. God, we declare new seasons. God, we declare favor over each and every individual, every family that is represented. God, we declare that they will begin to walk in the vision and the, and the clarity and what you have for them, God, that they will walk in the anointing of the Holy Ghost, God, that they will begin to walk, God, in a ways that they have never walked before, God, they would, they would begin to walk in the destiny that you have called them out for from the time that they were born, God, you said before they were formed in their mother's womb, God, you knew them, and God, you predestined them, God, for greatness, God, you predestined them for this time and this moment, God, God, we declare that the anointing of the Holy Spirit, God, would rest on upon each and every one of them, God, that they would begin to walk with a 
boldness and declare your goodness. Declare your word. And God, we declare, God, increase. God, we declare increase over them, God. God, we don't say it by, Lord, just because we can or because we got, it's a, a cute thing to say. God, but because we believe in your word. God, we know that your word is true. God, we know that your word does not return void. God, we know that you are a keeper of your word. You are a man of your word. God, we are standing on your promises today. God, we declare that they will do great things for your kingdom, God, that they will bring salvations, that they will bring healings, God, that they will bring deliverances, God, to those who they come in contact with. God, we are looking because this is only the beginning, God. This is only the beginning, Lord, and we declare that you have favor over their life, God. God, you have favor over their life. There is abundance in their house. There is abundance in their house. There is abundance in their house. And God, we ask all of these things in your name because you are the only one that can accomplish them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Do what only you can do, God. Do what only you can do in and through us, oh God. And we'll be careful to give you the glory, God, and all the honor and all the praise. In your name, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. God, we honor you today and we bless your name. Hallelujah. Would y'all show these folks some love one more time today? Now, we are going to have a baptismal service. So those of you being baptized, Miss Wonder, do we have the robes, the... Uh, in the music room. So those of you that are being baptized, if you will go through these double doors and right across the hallway, right around that sharp corner right there, there's the music room. If you will go over there, someone will meet you there and we'll get you a baptismal uh, robe, gown, whatever you call it. For those of you that want to stay for this next part of the service, that is great. If you, if you need to leave, it is 1222, we understand that, uh, but please just go ahead and leave out quietly. For first time attenders, we are so glad that you are here. In fact, before you leave, how about just Pastor Michael, would you just go ahead and dismiss this part of the service and uh, do what you need to do there? I'm going to go back here and change my shirts right quick. Have you enjoyed the Lord today? Oh, that was good. That was good. We are thankful for what God is building here at Northview Harvest Ministries. And this is just the beginning, guys. Just the beginning. Let's pray. Father, we bless you today. God, we give you all praise and glory and honor for what you are doing. God, what you are doing right now in this time, in this season, God, this appointed time here at Northview Harvest Ministries. Lord, we thank you for increase, Lord. 
And we thank you, Lord, for provision. God, we thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for your presence in this place today. God, we're thankful most of all for the cross. And God, we celebrated Easter last week, Lord, but Easter is every day. God, you're still risen from the dead. God, you're still conquering. God, you're still on the throne. You have not been caught off guard by anything that is going on in the world. But God, you still hold the power in your hands. God, in one word, you can speak things and it will come to pass. There is The blood will never lose its power. The blood will never lose its power, and we're grateful for that blood today. And, God, we bless these people as the sun may go and some that are still standing. And we're thankful for new beginnings today, God. And we give you all praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
always does. It sure is. Is Jesus the Lord of your life? Absolutely. Is Jesus the Lord of your life? Yes.
Jesus, the Lord of your life. Jesus, the Lord of your life. Yes, Jesus. but not least. Charlotte. Is Jesus the Lord of your life? Yes, he is.
All right, folks, thank you for your time today. Thank you for your family and friends who stayed to help celebrate these who were baptized. And uh, thank you, folks, who stepped up to help as part of family to baptize them. We love y'all. We bless you today in Jesus' name. God bless you. You're dismissed. You can wait on them while they change clothes. <laughs>